Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the MLM Success Podcast. This is magic spell number three. People see things not as they are. They see things as they are. They see things not as they are. They see things as they are. Some of you may be saying, Dale, what is this magic spell stuff? What's that all about? What is magic spell number three? I'd recommend that you go back to magic spell number one, which is a couple of sessions before this and listen. So you kind of get an idea of where we're coming from with this. This will probably be, I'll probably do one more, maybe, uh, maybe a couple more. I'm not sure. But today's spell is something that uh, I think is so important to be a leader in, in, in network marketing, to be a leader in business, to be a leader in your school system, to be a leader, period. People's understanding, understanding in depth that people see things not as they are. They see things as they are. Uh, the ability to get inside your own head and then intentionally outside of your head and inside the head of others is one that every great magician develops but very few normal human beings let me say that again the ability to get inside your own head and then intentionally outside of your head and inside the head of others being your audience is one that every great magician develops but very few normal human beings (laughs) so let's see if we can get into this and and provide some value for you guys if you look at a great magician it's all again and there's only when i say great magician i mean the great ones there's a lot of really good magicians but there's only a few lance burdens there's only a few shin lins there's only a few uh, doug hennings back in the day um, and the great ones it's not about what they're doing it's about what people are seeing so again just to kind of continue on this thought process magicians they're, they're a very strange group of people with many emotional and psychological dynamics going on for many different reasons I mean I joined the International Brotherhood of Magicians when I was 13 years old, you know, I budged my birthday so I could get in. And I spent the first Sunday of every month for the next nine years with a group of psychologically skewed old men. Uh, and and I don't, I'm not saying that derogatory at all, but I did. And, you know, they were all club members for different reasons. I mean, and, and again, from different backgrounds. There were school teachers and there was a pharmacist and 
uh, a chef and a doctor and people from all backgrounds in that club, the International Brothers of the Magicians. And they were all club members for different reasons, but most of them, because I believe, looking back, they just didn't get enough attention when they were a child, honestly. So what I found kind of interesting over the years is the number of accomplished marketers that were magicians as kids or at least had magic as a serious hobby during their teenage years that I've met over the years has really been kind of fascinating. Uh, the great copywriter Marlon Sanders immediately comes to mind and then my good friend Michael Penland and several others that I've met over the years. And, you know, in today's marketing world, self-development, self-improvement world, the topic of EQ, emotional intelligence, has become very hot, you know, especially over the last few months. And my opinion is magicians in general have an abnormal high amount of EQ, but I'm not really sure if they were born with it in their DNA or it was actually developed over time and many hours of practice and performance before an audience. Uh, but I know that as a group, magicians have a higher dose of emotional intelligence. And I really believe as human beings, we do see things not as they are, but as we are. We see things through our own pair of colored glasses, whatever color of glasses we may have, and whatever tint we might have within those colors. I mean, we all see things from our own world, from our own pair of glasses. And who we are and how we see things are... are are determined for most of us by the time we're 12 years old. By the time we're 12 years old, that those glasses have been formed. And it really depends primarily on three real important factors. Number one is the environment in which we grew up, the authority figures that were in our life, and then also the relationship we had with our parents usually mostly our mothers and again I'm not trying to get too psychological here but we are all who we are usually our foundations are developed by the time we're 12 years old based upon those three factors you know I've often thought about how would my life be different if I grew up in Boston Massachusetts where people talk funny <laughs> just kidding Bostontonians just kidding or if I grew up in, like with my grandson, you know, his first five years, or his first two years of his life was spent in Uganda, you know, in an orphanage. So, you know, but if we, we are all who we are, we see life and the world through our glasses based upon environment in which we grew up, authority figures in our life, school teachers, principals, scout leaders, Girl Scout leaders, so on and so forth, pastors, authority figures in our life, parents, and the environment in which we grew up, the, the society, the world. And I understand that 
my mind was consciously on purpose daily and totally reprogrammed at the very best of my ability intentionally in my early 20s and by the way when I say that guys uh, some of you have been asking when the, we're going to open up our program in your mind uh, program it will be either this month or next month we do it this time every year programmingyourmind.com programmingyourmind.com that is a webinar that you do not want to miss uh, and it, I, again it will be November, December and again I consciously daily intentionally reprogram my mind in my early 20s and I often think about how different my life would be if you know Sony had introduced the Sony Walkman at the time in history in which they did when I was blessed to have a job that allowed me to listen to audios uh, eight hours a day ten hours a day going to and from work and while I was on my job being able to listen to those audios over and over and over in repetition and learn from some of the greatest thought leaders of our time. I mean, how, how much of an impact did that really make on my life? And then I think, well, what, Dale, what if you never got hired at IBM because your other the job you had before that wouldn't have allowed you to listen to that, those audios? And a lot of other factors that all determines, you know, who we are, where we are, but most of it depends upon the foundational glasses that were developed by the time we're 12 years old. So I believe life is to be lived forward and understood looking backwards. Today and to I get really get to know somebody uh, that we're working with, for me, and this is going to sound maybe a little weird, but it, just when I'm out and about in public at a restaurant, at a grocery store, or at an event, I, I see people as, this, as if they're 12 years old. That's consciously how I, it's just become habitual for me. I see them as a 12-year-old. And it really helps me make sense of the lack of common sense and logic that all of us are surrounded with, with many human beings every single day when we're in public. There's just a lot of lack of common sense and logic and there's a lot of people that have just drank cool, the Kool-Aid, as I like to say. And there's a lot of people that have just uh, gotten involved with the wrong tribes, for lack of a better description. So, again, the ability as a leader in this profession, the ability to get inside your own head and then intentionally get outside of your head and then inside the head of others is one that every great magician develops but very few normal human beings are ever developed and I want to talk to you about that and give you some insights because I know it will really help you as a leader and to move forward and progress in this business and most people do not have the ability to get inside their own mind most people are not aware of the internal self-talk that they are having with themselves all day long, every day, that's forming brain cell patterns, creating trenches in their subconscious mind, and 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 patterns. They just they're not aware of the self-talk. And when you really become aware of the internal conversation that you do have all day long, and you start monitoring it, 
it really makes a huge impact once you can get inside your own head. I recommend Dr. Shad Helmstetter's What to Say When You Talk to Yourself uh, ever since the book came out for years and years and years and years because I think it's a really a foundation for being able to to understand self-limiting beliefs. You know, network marketing, you're provided with an unlimited, unlimited, no ceiling income opportunity. Unlimited. There's no boss that's going to tell you when you can get a raise. It's unlimited. The limits that we have are within our own mind, which is created by our own self-talk. So most people in network marketing who join, you know, they're never talked about mindsets. They're talked about, you know, we get into all the tools and all the methods and how do I say this and what do I say here and how does this funnel work and that funnel work and how can I create a lead doing this and what do I say when I talk to a chiropractor and what do I say when I talk to this and, and they're all looking for the methodologies instead of understanding this is a mindset game. It's a mindset game. If you don't get the mindset right, all the skill sets in the world is not going to create success with this business model. Mindsets are probably more important uh, when you're performing magic than any other type of performance because as a magician, you have to master the moves, the moves, but you also have to create the pattern, your talk, and you have to really control your nerves. So magicians, it's, it's a little bit different. So magicians probably have to practice. Uh, it's because they're learning new effects, new tricks all the time. And it's not like once you learn how to juggle, then you can juggle for the rest of your life. You know, I learned how to juggle years ago, three tennis balls. When I went to a basketball camp for hand-eye coordination, and I haven't attempted to juggle in years, but I could pick up those tennis balls and I could juggle. That's a skill set that I that once you know what you're doing, then you've got it. And magic is as you if, unless you're doing the same three or four tricks over and over, then uh, it's it's different because when you're performing, uh, you know, intentionally, people are trying to figure out what you're doing. And you're trying to not reveal what you're doing. So it's a totally different mindset, skill set, to be able to memorize the moves and the patterns and to control the talk and, and your talk and your nerves. And, you know, when people get involved in network marketing, you, you guys know the number one mistake that new people make. What is it? We all know what it is. We all know exactly what it is. The number one mistake is they're going to talk too much or the yang of that, or they're going to be afraid to talk to anybody. It's one or the other. Okay, it's predictable. Again, I can't tell you what, 99, what one person will do, but I can tell you what 99 out of 100 will do. And 99 out of 100 people that get involved in network marketing are going to be afraid to talk to anybody or talk too much. Guarantee it. It is what it is. So when you get involved in network marketing, you really got to get inside your own head and your own self-limiting beliefs because 97% of the people that enter this profession do not enter it with the skill sets and the mindsets that enable them 
that they're not trans they don't have transferable skill sets like maybe being in the insurance business or real estate or whatever they don't have transferable skill sets uh, so they have to develop new skill sets and new mindsets 97 percent of the people that get involved in this profession have to develop new skill sets or mindsets and that requires getting inside of their own mind and a lot of people just they've never done it they've never even heard about self-talk never even thought about self-talk you know, most people are, are yanked around daily by their emotions. They, they just are. And, you know, as I taught my daughters, you know, nobody can get your goat if they don't know where it's tied, which is also a book that my granddaughter and I wrote, available on Amazon, by the way. Nobody can get your goat if they don't know where it's tied, which is a great book for your grandkids. It's actually on Amazon Kindle. But most people are just yanked around by their emotions. Most people have never really thought about uh, our internal DNA and the fight or flight emotions that we have. When we get uncomfortable, even when we're doing the right, the right thing, that fight or flight kicks in. And that's why most people quit the profession within the first 90 days. Because emotionally, uh, it's not part of their comfort zone yet. And they don't even know what comfort zone is. Nobody's talked to them about comfort zone. And if they have, they've never really internalized it or accepted the fact that, you know what, there's skill sets and mindsets that must be brought into your comfort zone if you're going to achieve your upside potential in this profession. Again, we've avoided talking about this stuff uh, majorly over the past 15, 20 years because everybody's just been selling this spoo-poo dust. This is the magic formula. This is what everybody else knows that you don't know. This is what your upline doesn't want, want to tell you. This is what your company doesn't want you to know. Blah, 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 blah. The truth is what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And we all create brain cell patterns every day until we get control of those brain cell patterns and start creating positive ones. We will continue to repeat the same things, negative or positive, over and over and over. And so... This whole EQ, emotional intelligence, it really is about understanding other people. But until we understand ourselves and how our brain operates as human beings, uh, we're never going to understand or have any type of EQ uh, regarding other people because we cannot get we cannot get out of our own brain, our own self-limiting thoughts. So again, the ability to get inside your own head, that's the first thing you have to be able to do as a great magician. Get inside your own head and then intentionally outside of your head. Most people that, get, that are in their head can't get out of their own head. They can't get out of their own way. They can't get past their own uh, limiting beliefs. They can't get past, break through the whirlpool, get past, expand their comfort zone. And, but you got to get outside your head and then in, and then intentionally get in the heads of others. And that's really what every great magician develops. And, and again, very few normal human beings. So when I talk about intentionally outside your head and in the head of others, uh, when you're doing magic, it's not what you're doing, it's what they're seeing. It's like... You know, where's their attention? And 
How can you direct their their attention by your eyes, by your movements? Uh, So it's not um, what you're presenting to a prospect uh, when we're talking about the opportunity and and or your product or service. It's really about what are they really seeing and hearing, and you have to be aware what they're really seeing and hearing because we get too wrapped up in what we're saying and not in what they're actually hearing. You know, we don't have to ask enough questions. We don't communicate with high EQ a lot of times. So this business is totally different on the outside looking in than it is on the inside looking out. And you need to go back and think about when you first joined. Why did you join? Where were you in your life? And many of you have heard me talk about we're looking for the right people at the right time when their window is open. And if their window is is, is closed shut, then we have to, and, and it's obvious in their body language, in their communication, that they aren't hearing anything. If you just continue to do the trick and they don't want to see it, uh, all you're doing is is wasting your time and upsetting them. And we don't want that. And see, again, that's what happens, has happened in this industry for years and years and years. People get excited. They get fired up. They go into a marketplace with like a chicken with their head cut off. They cannot... Uh, they talk way too much they get diarrhea in the mouth they can't stop it and they turn off everybody around and it's predictable as as a leader if you allow that to happen that's on you and see that's the conclusion I had to come to over a period of time if I allow them if I allow that to happen that's on me it's not on them some of you have heard the the I think I mentioned it recently on this podcast, but the podcast uh, in our No Fluff session, I wish I remember, I think it's 17, No Fluff, and Roger talks about the first things that Dale, first thing Dale Calvert ever said to me was shut up. First words I ever said to him, because this guy was fired up, he had fire in his eyes, I could see it, he said, Dale, how can I go and share it with everybody I know at work tomorrow about what I've seen tonight, and I said, shut up, shut up. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be hateful. But if you will listen to me and do exactly what I tell you, I promise you, you will have success. Because he had the fire. I knew he had the fire. I watched him through the presentation, walk in there with his wife like she drug him, crossed arms, crossed legs, didn't want to be there. And I saw him on the end of his seat by the time it was over, rocking, fired up. Again, it's having that getting outside of your own head and understanding what's going on in other people's minds. And see, I think that's why Marlon Sanders, one of the reasons why he became such a well-known, high-respected copywriter, because when you're writing copy, it's not about what you're saying. It's not about your spill. It's about what are they feeling? What are they thinking? What are they doing? That's why you're going to hear so much more, and we're starting to hear more and more about this EQ because, you know, some of it is DNA, I believe, but I also know for a fact that it can be developed. So, 
you know, what becomes obvious to us is never obvious to others. And we just have to understand that it's different on the inside looking out than the outside looking in. Most people that don't join you, they don't join you simply because they're a 12-year-old who's afraid to fail. Uh, I've said, talked about this a couple of times recently that in my mind I see everybody as 12 years old. It just helps me. And, you know, because most of our um, program perceptions about who we are are formed by the time we're 12 years old and what we're capable of doing. And, you know, it's like, would you like to work really hard for three to five years to develop a residual income that will feed you and your family for the rest of your life? No, I'd rather sit home and watch Two Broke Girls and other sitcoms that I'm fond of. You know, any entrepreneur-minded person would rather do that. But the problem is a lot of people just aren't entrepreneur-minded and they don't believe that they can, so therefore they don't attempt. So, again, most people care too much about what other people are thinking about them in and out of this industry. And they just want to be accepted as part of the cool kids in the class. That's, that's really life in a nutshell. Um, so recruiting has more to do with the timing in their life than anything else. It's just amazing to me that people, you know, it's about, you do this, you're going to sign up eight out of every ten people. If you do this, then you will be positioning yourself as an expert and people will be calling you, screaming their credit cards on the phone, demanding to join you at their highest package. And if you do this, you're going to be so successful, you're going to get to speak at your next company conference and all the other crap that's propagated and being told to people that just simply don't know any better. You know, I tell people, stop reading books about closing people. Now, there's a time and place for it. But in the beginning, don't worry about close. Understanding you look for the right person at the right time in their life. And start reading books about leadership and the development of teams. And you, it's going to serve you much better. You know, I'm an introvert. Many people don't believe that. But people that know me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an introvert, period. Uh period big time introvert and you know most magicians are extroverts and so are most network markers and I know some of you listening to this are introverts some are extroverts and I, I just want to address this because people think well Dale if you performed magic then you must have been really no it had nothing to do with that it, it had nothing to do with that uh, it didn't uh, but, and, you know, getting in, outside of your head and into other people's heads and being able to communicate with people and say, say to people what they really need to hear but with loving your heart for them, as Jim Rohn said, you know, you have to love people enough to tell them what they need to hear not necessarily what they want to hear. And all that has nothing to do with being an introvert or extrovert, you know, and I've got coaching clients who are, who are introverts and I have coaching clients that are extroverts and introverts are often really misunderstood and undervalued in the corporate world in the corporate work environment you know their lack of seeking attention is often you know misconstrued as lack of ambition 
uh, lack of ability to connect with people or lack of being able to influence and lead others. And that's not true at all. And when we just stop back and really look at it, the profession has been overcome uh, full of people who are comfortable seeking attention on social media and calling themselves something they're not. I mean, let's just be real about it. And even worse is this is really considered best business practices within this industry. When we all know 90% of the population will feel miserable, uh, will fail miserable, fail miserably and feel miserable after they went out there into the marketplace and tried to peacock and, and talk about something they knew nothing about, calling themselves a social media coach or, or a uh, home business consultant or whatever because somebody taught them to do that. And we know, it's been proven at this point, you know, 97% of the population will fail miserably attempting to do this. You know, you do it, then you talk about it. And as an industry, we've got to stack the odds in favor for new people that are entering, entering our team. But if you're an introvert like me, you know, I just want to tell you guys, there's good news. You know, there's more and more business authors are really writing and helping people understand the unique strengths and leadership power of introverts. Uh, there's a new book right now. I'm going through the audio call. I wish I had the author. It's a lady. I can't remember her name, but it's it's called The Introverted Leader, and it's, it's really good information. And in, in a world, in a marketplace, we're, we're getting, uh, the distractions are increasing daily in a very fast changing world. And, you know, we think we've seen change. I've said it before in these podcasts, the next five years, people aren't going to believe the changes that are going to happen. And, you know, we really need thoughtful, calm leaders whose capacity for focus and observation are absolute, you know, that's absolutely necessary for the development of real duplicating teams. And people say, well, Dale, you're not very calm. And you're right. When I get in front on the stage, I'm not calm at all. I mean, something switch clicks on and, it, and I'm overcome with responsibility and I've never been able to explain it. But those that have the ability to intentionally get outside of their own head and inside the head of their team members are what's desperately needed in this profession today. You know, there's a lot of research uh, that's really starting to indicate that many top corporate leaders are introverts. People like Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and Charles Schwab and the list goes on and on. So magic spell number three, guys, is understanding most people don't see the world like you do. They don't. People see things not as they are. They see things as they are. True leaders develop the skill to get outside of their head and into the head. First, they got to get inside their head and be aware of what's going on in their own head and then get outside of their head and into the head of the people that they're leading and supporting. And guys, this is so important, even with 
with your kids and your grandkids and you know your siblings you know it just is important uh, I, I personally have said for years God gave us two ears and one mouth so we can listen twice as much as we talk and that's very hard for many people and honestly it's hard for me to do sometimes you know especially when I'm in a, 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 a this world the network marketing world because a lot of times people are spewing stuff that I know they believe but I know it's not true and it's just hard for me not to address it in the network marketing world now I go to a PTA meeting with the kids or anywhere else I I sit and listen I don't say anything I just learn and listen and observe I really do uh, I, I'm not a talker I listen but again I know it's very hard for many people and again some it's it's hard for me in this environment but I truly believe that learning the learning is in, in the silence it's in the observation and a lot of people say well Dale you got two podcasts you do two podcasts a week and you don't like talking and you know it's real simple for me in this environment it's simple it's easy I get it I tell people I don't know much about anything name a topic other than UK basketball baseball uh, strategy and baseball um, things that are important to my family and network marketing you know there's not a lot of topics that I care to even give my opinion on I'd rather listen to somebody that knows what they're talking about opinions are like belly buttons so those of you that are introverted because I've had a couple people say Dale you're you know you're so you know you so opinionated and outgoing and <coughs> people see me speak and you know I'm, I'm in constant motion and they think that they have to be like that and they don't understand guys no that's not what it's about it's okay to be an introvert it's okay and <coughs> what you know number three is what it, the, the the whole concept here is really getting outside of your yeah, leaders get outside of yourself and get inside the head of other people and understanding who you are and what you're capable of so you know yes I'm a bit quiet and I don't share a lot of what's going on in my mind in normal day-to-day -day life but it's not that I'm afraid to it's just I don't often feel the need to and I don't share everything that crosses my mind because I I know better than to believe everything that crosses my mind uh, a lot of people you know something pops in their mind they, they they feel the need to share it on social media or whatever and you know I personally need to take my time and observe and assess and understand and sometimes even correct thoughts before I express them on a podcast or on a blog post or whatever uh, I need time because I under, understand and respect the power of words the power of wisdom because I received so much of it uh, when I was first starting out because of the Sony Walkman and people like Zig and Jim Rohn and Dr. Wayne Dyer and Mary Kay 
and Dr. Norman Vincent Peale and Charlie Tremendous Jones and the list goes on and on and on. So I don't speak often and I don't speak loudly in my day-to-day living, but on these podcasts and if I'm in front of an audience, uh, you know, things change. But I hope that you guys know when I do speak, it's going to be something I feel I really understand, something that excites me and I I feel like will provide value for you and that I believe that matters. And it sounds true to my soul because to me, that's really what speaking's all about. I mean, why move your lips if you don't have something of value to provide. Uh, I don't understand people that just like to hear themselves talk. So anyway, guys, I hope you've enjoyed Magic Spell number three. People see things not as they are. They see things as they are. And if you've received value from this, uh, I hope you'll take some time and listen again and really internalize what I attempted to communicate with you today. Uh, I believe, and I want to say this before I let you go, that the ability to focus is going to be more and more important. I think it's going to be the most important entrepreneurial trait moving forward at this point in history. And here's the challenge. Today we are exposed to so much information that we're really not taking the time to internalize that which will really benefit us and move us forward in our business and our life. Uh, I'm certainly not saying that everything I share with you falls into that category but some things do guys understanding self-talk and some things really really do matter matter greatly uh so i mean it just makes all the difference and and we have to recognize those things that are really really important and and give them extra time and take the time to really internalize them sometimes we get in such a habit of consuming information that we're not internalizing anything that can help us move forward. Uh, Again, I want to remind you guys, if you've not yet gone over to programmingyourmind.com, we have a special that I'm giving away. I I did a special CD course uh, when my youngest daughter got married. It's called 50-50. Del Calvert 5050. We recorded it. We made it limited edition on audio, only available to our best customers. And uh, we haven't produced any more. We won't. But right now you can access them online uh, at programmingyourmind.com. Uh, and we will be uh, doing that webinar either you know, over the next couple weeks in November, December, for those of you that are listening currently. I know some of you are listening to this years in advance, but probably every year, November, December, we'll be introducing that. And people have really enjoyed that bonus program. I've gotten a lot of good comments from people that really appreciated that. You know, we sold the CD package originally for $97, and you can access it free at programmingyourmind.com. Go check that out. Thanks for being with me. This is Dale Calvert. Y'all have an awesome week, and I'll talk to you next week on another session, and we'll reveal magic spell number four. Talk to you then. Have a great week, guys. I appreciate you. 
If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.